0: Good morning and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, good night for the podcast last night. We go two and one. We cashed on the Braves money line in the World Series. We cashed on the Tampa Bay Lightning on the puck line in the NHL. And then we had a tough luck loser, by the way, uh, in the NBA. So we played the under 221 and a half between the Rockets and the Mavericks. It went up a point to 222 and a half. So everyone who got the closing line at almost any book out there got 222 and a half. And guess what? Yeah, only a one point difference, but it finished right in the middle at 222. So we lost the play and most people want it. So the official closing line, once again, we'll have everyone else winning it, but we lost it. So we go two and one, make $190 yesterday. And now we move on to today where it's game two of the World Series between Atlanta and Houston. Jose Aquitia goes for Houston tonight. He has one start in the postseason, one and two thirds innings, six runs against Boston, not good. 4.32 ERA post all-star break, not good. The only positive here is that his home ERA has been significantly better than his road ERA. And he does have a lot of postseason history and he has pitched well before. Meanwhile, our guy Max Freed goes for Atlanta tonight three starts in the postseason, two good, one bad. The two good starts combined for 12 innings and only two runs. The one bad, four and two thirds innings and five runs. He was an amazing pitcher post all-star break. We loved to ride him. I still believe in this guy and I think we're gonna get the good max tonight for Atlanta. So now, can the Astros' bats be contained in back-to-back games? I think Fried will contain them, but will the bullpen contain them? I don't know. The bullpen pitched great last night, of course, had to give extra innings with Charlie Morton breaking his leg, but to contain the Astros' bats back-to-back game scares me. Or is this finally a story that good pitching will beat good hitting in the postseason coming true? No value on the money line tonight. It's basically a minus 110 on both sides where I play. I don't really like anything tonight. I hate going an under when the Astros are playing, but I can't play the over with Max Fried pitching, so we're going to go under the eight-and-a-half tonight I want a two to one, three to two type game. So we're going Houston and Atlanta under eight and a half in game two of the World Series. Next up, we go to the NHL. It is a battle of original six teams between Toronto and Chicago and neither team is off to a good start. The Maple Leafs are two, four and one so far this season. Their expected goal numbers remain high. The shooting percentage is terrible at a 5.7%, or at least that's what I'm told by the hockey experts. I don't understand hockey that much. Last time out, they lost to Carolina four to one and they have four straight losses. That's not good, but wait until you hear about Chicago. The Blackhawks are 0-5-1 so far this season. They actually set a record on Sunday. Congrats to the Blackhawks, but it's not a good record. That was for the most minutes to start a season without ever holding a lead. Even I know that's bad. So fans boot them off the ice after losing six to three to St. Louis on Sunday. I love our listeners in Chicago. Maybe the Blackhawks will be up to the challenge, but I'll take my chances with the better team. Let's go Toronto, minus the one and a half, and that is at a plus, 125 on that play. Next up, we go to the NBA where, trust me, wait until the closing line is out. Uh, Right before tip maybe to get this play because it's probably gonna go up. That's the way it tends to go on me. It is the Miami Heat taking on the Brooklyn Nets, and we're gonna play the under 218. Nets are two and two straight up and out to the under year to date. Last time out, they beat Washington 104 to 90. Their previous low total was 224. So this number is six points lower than anything they've seen all year. But with this total, the Nets would still be two and two to the under. So it's not a terrible play. Meanwhile, the Heat are two and one straight up, two and one to the under. Last time out, they beat Orlando 107 to 90 with a line of 211.5. So this one for them is six and a half points higher from a total perspective. Both unders for the Heat would have been under the number here tonight. So, yeah, foul game always concerns me in a competitive game because we could have it steam over right at the very end. But both these are top 10 defenses again in field goal percentages year to date. I'm sticking with the under 218 between Miami and Brooklyn. I hope we have a slugfest. And uh, that's what we're going for. Once again, Miami and Brooklyn under 218 in the NBA. Next up, we go to golf. We got to get this in today because the Bermuda Championship starts tomorrow. And uh, yeah, this is a tournament I'd love to be in attendance at, uh, by the way. One day, it looks like a beautiful course. Uh, our play here is Kramer Hickok, minus 110, head-to-head against Jason Duffner. Hickok has played well in this tournament, 15th place in 2019, 8th place last year. No wins here to date, but he didn't have that memorable eight-hole playoff at the Travelers. I'm expecting a strong effort this week for Mr. Hickok. Last event, the Zozo in Japan, finished 57th last week. Not great, but 57th was the finish. Hopefully the travel doesn't impact him too much. Meanwhile, Duffner, he finished 58th last year in this event. His last event was back in mid-September where he finished 42nd at the Fortinet. So that's our play on golf. Kramer Hickok, minus 110 over Jason Duffner. Now let's give you five more college football plays for Saturday. And we're going to start with the world's largest cocktail party. Florida taking on Georgia. Uh, the Gators are four and three straight up, three and four against the spread. Their best win this year is Tennessee. They have losses to LSU, Kentucky, and Alabama. Meanwhile, the Bulldogs at Georgia are 7-0 straight up. They might be the new Alabama. They are four, five, and two against the spread. Best wins here to date against Kentucky and against Auburn. Both teams had a buy last week to get ready for this big game. Florida has been a dog only once this year. That was plus 14 against Alabama. They lost by two and cashed that ticket. I think Dan Mullen's gonna coach him up this week and keep it within the 14. So we're gonna play the Gatus plus 14 against Georgia in the world's largest cocktail party. Next up on the card, it is Mississippi at Auburn in the SEC. Old Miss is six and one straight up, five and two against the spread. They lost to Alabama. Solid resume, but no current top 25 victories. Meanwhile, the Tigers are five and two straight up, four and three against the number. They lost to Penn State and Georgia so far this year. They also have no current top 25 victories. So someone's going to get their best win of the season. I like the Old Miss quarterback, even if he's only at 90%. I'll invest in Old Miss at plus two. And hope Lane Kiffin doesn't annoy me too much. Next up on the card, it is Texas at Baylor. The Longhorns are four and three straight up, four and three against the spread. They have back-to-back losses to Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Meanwhile, the Bears are six and one straight up, five and two against the spread. They beat BYU in their last game. Their only loss this year was at Oklahoma State. Both teams had a bye last week. I still love the Texas talent. Tom Herman went 7-3 and three last year and got fired at Texas. I can't see Coach Sarkeesian losing three in a row. Uh, we get three here, but we better not need it. Texas needs two and better win this game straight up. I'm going Longhorns, plus three at Baylor. Next up on the card, well, I'm going to make even more fans in Columbus, Ohio. I got the email yesterday mentioning how I picked Michigan to beat Ohio State here in about four weeks. It's a little premature. It's not an official play yet, but yes, I did say that on the podcast yesterday. So I apologize to everyone in Columbus. I'm not disrespecting you. I think you have an excellent football team. The Buckeyes, here today, six and one straight up, four, two and one against the spread. They beat Indiana last week, 54 to seven, but their best win this year is probably against Minnesota in week one by 14. I think that's correct. Meanwhile, the Nittany Lions are five and two straight up, four and three against the spread. They went nine overtimes last week against Illinois, and we still cashed on the under. Yes, that is the first time in my life that I have cashed a ticket for a nine-overtime under. We did it last week here on the podcast. Uh, Meanwhile, the Nittany Lions have back-to-back losses to Iowa and Illinois. Their best win this season? Well, they got a couple of them. They beat Auburn, and they beat Wisconsin. So hopefully last week was partially related to Penn State preparing for Ohio State. That's the only way I can justify that loss to Illinois. I'm already in the doghouse with Ohio State fans, so I'm sorry, but Penn State has enough talent to keep this interesting. 18 and a half is a big number for a team that was ranked number four in the country just three weeks ago. Clifford is healthy or at least what that's what they're saying. So I'm gonna take the 18 and a half here. That's just too much. Penn State plus 18 and a half over Ohio State. Next up on the card or our final game we'll give you today anyway. It is going to be Kansas State minus three over TCU. The Horn Frogs are three and four straight up, one five and one against the spread. They lost 29 17 versus West Virginia last week. Meanwhile, the Wildcats and Chris Kleiman are four and three straight up, four and three against the spread. They won at Texas Tech last week, 25 to 24. I love both coaches, but this has been a tough year for TCU, and I don't get it. They've lost to SMU and West Virginia as home favorites. Kansas State, meanwhile, has only been favored to win two of their first seven games. So they've actually been uh, overachieving a little bit this year. I'll take the overachieving team versus the underachieving team this week. Kansas State is the play minus the three. So let's recap the entire card here for you. Games in action today. World Series, Houston, Atlanta, under the eight and a half. NHL, we're going Toronto, minus the one and a half at Chicago at a plus 125. We're taking the Heat and the Nets under 218. Tomorrow in golf, Bermuda Championship. Your match play prop is Kramer Hickok, minus 110 over Jason Duffner. And then your five additional plays in college football. Keep in mind, we dropped seven on the podcast yesterday. Your five additional, Florida, plus 14 over Georgia in the world's largest cocktail party. Old Miss, plus two over Auburn. Texas, plus three at Baylor. Penn State plus 18 and a half at Ohio State and one chalky one, Kansas State minus three over TCU. So that's a big card, long podcast here today. Thank you for joining us as always. And remember, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.